0: Hello and welcome to Press Church, I'm John Tucci. We have our e-bulletin available online with links to our connect form and website. You can access this by opening the camera app on your iPhone or Android device and pointing it at the QR code on the screen. If you are new with us today, we are so glad you joined us. Please connect with us by going to PressChurch.tv. Or by snapping the QR code with your device and clicking on the I'm New link. This is not a commitment to anything, but an opportunity for us to support you and thank you for joining us. If you would like to join Press Church in making a difference in this community, there are four ways you can support us financially. If you prefer to send a check, please send it to 8794 Big Bear Avenue, Powell, Ohio, 43065. The easiest way to give is by visiting our website or texting any amount to the number 84321. Let's celebrate everything God has given us and support the community, both locally and globally. Now let's prepare to engage what God has for us today.
1: Well, good morning and happy new year. We're here, 2022. Best year yet, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's what he said last year, isn't it? <laughs> well, welcome to Press Church. My name is Sean Lee. I'm the lead pastor here. If you are joining us online, thank you for joining us. If you're new with us, uh, we are so happy to have you. Yeah, happy New Year. Go Bucks! Crazy. Com- what, what a game, right? Who? I got a few more gray hairs watching that, and it makes me look more distinguished. I'm, I'm. You know, it's good. It's good for me. Get a little little gray in there. Anybody stay up to watch the ball drop? Who, who, who actually stays up to watch that? Decent amount, okay. I, I feel like the, the New Year's Eve thing, it's, it's a young person's game. Like once we had kids, I just, Bethany and I, we'd look at each other and be like, do you really want to stay up to watch the ball drop? Like, no. Kids are in bed, sweet, let's go to bed. Actually, so my my, my youngest daughter, uh, Ava, she's four months old, she woke up at like 11.30 to feed. So but we were like, well, we might as well just go down and watch the ball drop. So got up. Uh, went down, watched the ball drop uh, and then went straight back to bed. It was, it was great. Um, so n- New Year's New Year's are always funny. I, I feel like um, everybody has a different uh, way that they, they go into the New Year. Some people they have resolutions, they have different things. I, I was thinking about it. and I, I feel like, you know, the older I get the more the more real I realize like it's how easy it is to get stuck. Like I don't know if you ever feel that way. It's like the, you, you get older, you get stuck. You, you get stuck in routines in patterns you know you, you look five years back and you're like wow i haven't really changed i am eating the same things i'm watching the same things i'm doing that it's like it, we we get stuck in these routines you're dealing with the same insecurities you're, you, you know you you life can feel very stagnant you know it's like well my marriage is the same you know i guess we love each other but you know still doing that you haven't made new friends you're you're not you know meeting any new goals and you look around it's like it's just the same. Now, some of you are like, that's perfect. You're like, I don't, I don't need new goals. I don't need new friends. I don't need anything new. Cool. Let's just keep it. And I I know some people like that. Very routine. Uh, But I feel like it's like one of those things you can look back and it's like, I I have made no changes. I've had no growth. And then we had the pandemic, you know, 2020, we get hit with the pandemic. And I think we're, we're all just in a place, we're just trying to get by, right? We're trying to figure out that new normal. We're trying to figure out what life is like. And we've been in this for two years now, and it's like, I feel like everybody's just stunted. I don't know if you feel that way. I feel like it's just like stunted, like everything, we, we thought things were gonna get back to normal, and then we're like, well, what's the n- new normal look like? And what is life now? And you know, kids in school, the, all their school stuff is messed up, and they're trying to figure out you know, what that look like, how do we do school? It's like, it's just, it's, it's kind of crazy. So we're all feeling like this, this kind of like stunted stuckness like what what's next? And I think every year, I mean we did it last year, but it's like, all right, this is the year, right? This is the year it gets back to normal. This is the year we finally get back to to something. And so it's like, I, I think the question for me is like, how do we how do we push through this? How do we push through the, the feeling of being stuck? How do we push through the feeling of like waiting for something and feeling like, oh, I just want to get over this hump, right? I just want to get past this this hurdle. How do we get to that next level? How do we progress? And so, you know, it can't be the first summer of the year without having this this start-the-year-off-right message, right? So we're going to hopefully start the year off right today. Uh, the first verse I want to I wanna open with today is in Philippians. It's uh, Philippians 3, verses 12 through 14. And this, this verse speaks a lot to even the, the heart of Press Church and even why we're called Press Church. So let's read this together. It says, it's not that I've already obtained all of this or have arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind, straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. I press on. I love the visual of this verse. Um, Because it's like a prize that you're guaranteed. Uh, but you're not quite there yet. So you're gonna, you're going to get this prize. You know we're in the 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 uh, the age of like everybody gets a prize, right? It's like, if you play in the game, even if you don't play in the game, you, we're going to give you a prize. But it's like there's a prize that's there. That's the hope that we have in Christ, right? There's a prize, and I I, I love Paul. It's like you know what? I'm not going to be I'm not going to be just like, like lackadaisical in this. I'm going to press on. I'm going to work heart. I'm going to go at this with everything. Running, striving, straining towards that prize. And I think, is this the way we approach our faith? Is this the way I approach my faith? Is this the this straining, the this striving, this like, just pressing on? Is this how I approach my faith? And so today we'll be discussing the building blocks of pressing on. So the first one, First thing to press on, we must press up. I'm going to be saying press a lot today. It's just, just. I figured, you know, I I'm, I don't do this a lot. The whole like, you know, use the same word, and I don't do. So I'm going to do it today. Well, we'll see. If you guys don't like it, it's fine. It's the new year. You can forgive me, and we'll go on. Press up. Do you have a desire to know God better? I I think most of us we we're okay with the idea of God. We're okay we're okay with it right you know he god loves us and he's there he wants us to be happy you know it's cool it's it's a part of my life can't really figure out why bad things happen to good people still but you know there must be some reason for that so all right yeah god's cool you know and i i feel like most of us we stay in a very spiritually lethargic zone we stay in a zone where it's like it's kind of there we'll we'll yeah we'll go to church and you guys are here Good job. Hey, way to, way to go. Way to be here. You're here. First Sunday of the year. Way to go. But We, we do this. We, we'll, we'll go through. It's our routine, right? We go through the routine. We come to church. And we try to be nice people, right? We want to be nice. We think we're nice people. But when it comes down to it, we don't really know what we believe. Really. We, we, we have a lot of questions. How does this God thing really work? Did, did, was... Was Jesus God? Was he divine? Did he rise from the dead, actually? You know, we have these questions about our belief, and, and and really the thing is, like, if we were questioned, many of us can't really give a reason for why we believe, other than, like, I just believe. It's just what I do. I grew up believing it. Or, you know, most of the times these beliefs are usually come directly from other people or what we've heard right most of our beliefs are untested we just we 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 hear it from a pastor well our pastor said this so this is what's true or i've heard this said and so this is what's true. and this is how we generally approach our faith it's just kind of like a well we've heard some things and we believe some things and it somewhat plays into how we live our lives but I'm not one of those really spiritual people right you know those people you have that friend that's like really like if something happens and they're quoting a bible verse to you do we, you know those people and that's I'm not making fun of if you are in that room in this room and you do that good for you I'm not I'm not. but we, I'm just saying like you have those people who it's like they got that verse and, and but you're not like that that's what I'm saying most of us aren't like that it's just it's just part it's part of what we do it's part of our life but it's not really there and I think what happens is when, when we start when we start thinking we start making assumptions about God. And what what happens is is we engage in a thinking of where we'll put we'll put boundaries on God, right? I, I don't believe God would do this. If God truly loves me, then this is what would happen. If if God is like this, you know, you fill in your blank, whatever it is, we start putting we start putting expectations on God, we start putting, well, this is, this is how he would do it. And when we engage in this thinking, all that we have done is we, we've made ourselves God. If, if God starts to look like you and, and talk like you and value things the way you value, you've probably created your own God. This makes me think of uh, the book of Job. I don't know if you guys have read the book of Job, Maybe. It's it's kind of a dark book. It was funny. We were going through the notes, and they I've got a verse from Job, like, oh my gosh, we're gonna be in Job today. We're gonna start really dark, everybody. All right, life is terrible. Um, but in Job, there's a l- lot of bad stuff happens to Job. It's kind of a it's a very weird book, uh, if you read through it. It's very it's very interesting. You got Job. A lot of bad stuff happens to him. He's got some buddies, and they're trying to figure out why is this bad stuff happening. And his buddy's like, well, you must have done something wrong for God to do all this stuff to you. And Job's like, I've done nothing. And they're, and they're all like, they're all talking about what they think of God and what he would do and how he would do it and why he would do it. And it's it's kind of fascinating to see that. But I, I want to I look at a verse here. It's in Job 38, 2 through 7. I think this is it, it's interesting for us. This is God speaking to Job. This is in a storm, God says to Job, I don't know what that, I don't know if it's like literally a storm that happened, but this is what this is what the words of God were written as. Who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? Brace yourself like a man. I will question you, and you shall answer me. How would you like it if you actually had this interaction with God? <laughs> if God says, it's like, brace yourself. I will question you, and you will answer me. Where were you when I laid the foundations, the earth's foundations? Tell me if you understand. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Who stretched a measuring line across it? On what were its footings set? And who laid its cornerstone? While the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy. It, it continues like this. Like, it, it just keeps going. He keeps asking all these questions. Can you imagine being <laughs> being Jove in the situation? Like, oh, okay, okay, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's like when when you're in an argument with your your spouse and you like said one thing and you realize that they have a bunch of stuff on you and you're like okay i shouldn't have said that right I, 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 yes you're right you're right you're right you're right i'm sorry it is is crazy now i will say this verses like this aren't meant for just justification for like when somebody asks you something hard about your faith just say well where were you with the foundations of the earth right like God can say that, you know. I, I know those people. It's like someone asks you a hard, like theological question, and you're like talking on behalf of God. Like God needs us to defend Him. Like, where were you at the beginning of? It's like, it's not. It's not really the point of, of that of that. But if you if you read Job, Job is what's considered a wisdom book. Um, Ecclesiastes, Proverbs are also wisdom books. So. So there's, there's a wisdom in this. There's a wisdom that's meant to be had in these in these verses. And I think for some of us, the, the wisdom is this, that we will always have a limited understanding of God. There, there's always going to be aspects of God that we can't fully grasp or fully understand. And I'm not saying that that's a reason not to try. I think some of us are like, well, it's never going to happen. Might as well not even try. That's, that's not the point. And I think each of us will struggle differently with that. There's some of us in this room that's like you have to have the answer. I have to know. I have to know everything. I have to get it and I have to understand it. And I think that's great. And you will live the rest of your life continuing to strive and learn more things about God. But there's this balance of I I am not God. You you are not God. We are not God. There is always going to be a limitation to that. But I think I think there's a there's a rest that we can have in that as well. You see, at the at the end of Job, uh, God ends up blessing him and there's he gets twofold, he gets all this stuff back. And and I don't think it's like a a thing where it's like, well, God's gonna give you all this hard stuff and then afterwards He's gonna give you all this. I, I don't think it's like a some formula. But but I think after this happens, Job has a better understanding of who God is and how little he actually knows one of my one of my desires for for press as a church is for us to be able to to work through difficult things together like this life can be hard and i, I think it's easy for church to just we'll give you like the, the easy i wouldn't say the easy answer but like the oh god's in control don't worry right oh it'll be okay god's in control and you're sitting there in the midst of, like, the biggest storm of your life saying, that's not helping. I mean, am I the only person who's felt that way? I feel like with church we can easily give these, like, trite answers or really just simple things. And it's like, I, I want us as a church to be able to say, okay, let's let's be able to dig in. All right? Like, we've said it before, life can be hard. We all know it. There can be difficult things. There have be things in our faith that don't make sense sometimes. And if, if the pastor can say that, then you can say We can work through our faith, okay? Like, that's, that's the, the health of like, hey, let's, let's dig into this. It may not make sense all the time. And so this, this first building block of pressing on is pressing up. Press up. Let's, let's actually try to understand God together. Let's, let's try to actually understand him better so that when we do face these storms, when we do face these things, we know where to go. If we have expectations of who God is and what he's supposed to do and how he's supposed to do it, if that doesn't happen, there's usually two things it's going to happen. You're either going to walk away from a faith that you maybe had or didn't have, or you're going to be just angry all the time. And I don't think it's healthy. I don't think it's healthy for us to be angry all the time. All right, so very practically, how do we press up? Read your Bible. Come to church. You're already You're already doing it. You're here. Learn about God. Make it a priority. Make make this faith that we, we say we have, make it a priority. Actually want to learn about the creator of the universe. Try. There's a great app um, that just came out. It's called the Bible Project app. If you've heard of the Bible Project, you can look them up. They've got videos of almost every book in the Bible and just really quick synopsis of like, what's in the book, the main overview. So if you're if you're trying to learn and you feel like Learning the Bible is just this huge hurdle, and it can feel like that sometimes. Uh, Bible app, Bible Project app is great. The other thing, if you guys need any recommendations, please come to us. We'd love to give you books that we can recommend. Like, if you, if you want to learn more, we want to help you learn more. And hopefully that can be a, a cornerstone piece of, of press moving forward. We want to learn this together. It can be hard. It can be intimidating. But, but I love God, and I want you to love God. And I want us to, to know him better in this new year. So next we got press up. Next is press in. Press in. I think personal reflection is is very uh, is often over overlooked, or maybe we just don't we don't want to do it. Um, I think we're really good at lying to ourselves sometimes. You know, it's like the the messy closet in the house. We just keep that door shut, right? We're going to put all that junk in there we're going to keep that door shut we're going to make sure no one goes "Eh, nope no one's going to go near that if i don't see it i don't have to deal with it and and there's a lot of us you know we just have not done there's no there's no reflection on us and i think the reason that the thing that keeps us from this reflection is the fact that we're distracted we live in a busy busy time everybody's always busy right you ask somebody how they're doing Oh, we're doing good. Just busy, man. You know, getting the kids to the soccer games and basketball games and hockey games and karate and gymnastics and 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 you see the, the like the mom's talking. She's just getting more tired as she's saying. Like, what is this? And and then we have to do this and then I got to clean the house and then I got to cook and it's like we we it's just like it never ends, right? It just keeps going. We're so distracted. And so the the idea of reflection, the, the idea of like taking time to like think and work through things like it just doesn't. It doesn't happen. I mean, if we have, I am like super guilty of this. You sit down and you actually like aren't doing anything in the moment. What do you do? Oh, sleep. I don't know who's taking naps in here. I haven't taken a nap. I I need a nap. Sleep. I didn't expect that one. I was more thinking my phone, but. That, like, threw me off a little bit. I'm like, sleep? That's a great idea, actually. <laughs> Honey, if you're watching, I'm taking a nap this afternoon. <laughs> but you get, a, you get a break, and what do you do? You, you get on your phone. You play a game. You look something up. You get on social media. You, and it's like, so we'd never turn our, our, our mind off, unless you're the one person in here that happens to get naps. <laughs> it would be good. We're so distracted though, right? We're always, we're always doing something. We're always, something's always going on. We're, we're, we're always distracted. The verse that came to mind for this is in Psalms, and it's a Psalm uh, where David is asking God to search him and to know him. And I think it's a beautiful image of Of what healthy self-reflection can look like so we're in psalm 139 i'm only going to share a little section of it but at the end of it this is the very end of this chapter he says search me god and know my heart test me and know my anxious thoughts see if there's any offensive way in me and lead me in the way everlasting when was the last time we actually said that to god when did we actually take enough time to talk to God? But to ask him, like, search me, know me, lead me. David, David knew that he was limited in seeing the whole picture. It's funny, we think we know ourselves so well, and yet, this is great, like, search me, God, know me. He's, he's being vulnerable. That's a, that's a really vulnerable place to be. Cause, Cause, what if, what if God calls something out? <laughs> what if you're, you're actually saying that all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, I didn't think about that. I need to work on that now. He had, he had a desire for God to, to, to lead him. I think you know. It's got the New Year. Thing to do. Everybody have a thing to do yet? Everybody have a New Year's resolution? We, we, we like having resolutions right we, we start a year off well I'm gonna do I'm gonna do this better now I'm gonna I'm gonna start eating better finally I'm gonna read a scripture every day or I'm gonna you know and the problem with m- most of our resolutions that we have they they're either like too optimistic or unrealistic right I, I, was, I was it's funny I was on social media I saw somebody and they're like I'm gonna write a verse down every day every day and I was like okay that's that's great but I was thinking about that. All right, if you're like me, I'm like, all right, so that, that weekend's going to come or that, that holiday's going to come, a thing, and you're going to miss it, and then you're going to miss it the day after that, and then that everyday goal. And so to me, I'm like, why are you setting yourself up for failure? You're just not. And I know that's a terrible way of thinking because you're like, well, if they did it for a couple months, it's better than nothing. But but a lot of times it's like that. We set these resolutions, and, and we set them in a way that's like they're so lofty. And then we get a month or two in, and and then we we don't. I was looking up some of the statistics of actually how many people finish their, and I can't. This I hate looking up things online that, because like one site's like, oh, nine percent of people follow through, and then one's like, well, forty percent of people sort of do, and it's like, wait, what? Put it this way: a lot of us don't. (laughs) A lot of us start these things. And they don't become new habits. They don't become new disciplines. They become something at the beginning of the year. They're like, oh, this is kind of cool. And, and then we, we lose interest. And, and I think part of the problem is this. We, we don't make changes that reflect our purpose. We make changes that we think will make us better people or whatever. But they don't, they don't necessarily line up with our, with our purpose. So, in order to make lasting change and lasting habits and lasting disciplines, they have to be around a sense of purpose. And I think what better purpose than the one that God has for you? This is what I think is so beautiful about this verse: David saying, "Search me, know me," and then what does it say at the end? See if there's any offensive way in me, and what? And lead me in the way everlasting, and lead me. You want you want to grow more in this year. You want to strive more in this year? Have God search you. <laughs> Figure out his purpose for you and then align that discipline to your purpose. In 2 Timothy 1.9, it says this, he said, he saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. You have a purpose because of God's grace. And if we can align ourselves to that purpose, you will grow. You will see him. So press in this year by seeking who God is calling you to be. Who is God calling you to be this year? What do you feel like God is pushing you to this year? Not just eating more green vegetables or not going to the gym more, which is great. Hey, it's great. I'm not saying that's bad. But who is God calling you to be this year? And what habits or new things is going to flow out of that purpose? Take some time to pray about it. Pray about that. Say, God, what is my purpose this year? And align those things to that. So press up. Know God more. Press in. Self-reflect. Understand who you are in Christ. We talk about that. Identity in Christ. Who has God made you to be? And how are you living that out this year? And lastly, press together together. I want you to turn to your neighbor and say I need you. Now I want you to turn to your neighbor and say you need me. Life is done in a relationship. It's one of the hardest things, right? It's one of the hardest things that can be so fulfilling. And we all know the tensions. We got some people in here who are who are maybe newer to the area or you know you're still trying to it's so hard. You're like, man, I wish I had those friends from before. I wish we still had this community. Or this this new group of people, they're okay. They're kinda weird. They like different sports teams, or they're a little too democratic for me, or they're a little too Republican for me, or, or they there's some like libertarian or something, and they're just weird, right? And, you know, everybody's got their thing, that's just a little off and it's it's hard, right? But if you look through, if you look through the Bible, you see something. You constantly see something that's that's addressed in Scripture, and it's, it's community. Everything is always we, us. There's this, there's this, us mentality. Your faith was not meant to be walked in isolation. And and that's, and that's that's it's hard. But when you think about reading Scripture, so many times, uh, when when you t- when you see in Scripture them, they read together. They read Scripture together. They work through this together. There is a you can't know everything, and you can't see everything. This is what I love. There's, there's people in here who give me their feedback of my messages. Love it. It's, I love to hear it. It's great. And it's always interesting to me when I, I'll i say something thinking I'm so clear. Oh, that, that was so clear. How could you not understand it that way? And they'll interpret it something completely different. And it's, it's extremely humbling and scary, and, you know, every week I'm like, well, what am I going to say this week that's going to – but there's a – there's something that's really beautiful about that. We all think differently. We all have different experiences. We all have different lenses that we're doing. And I think it, it adds, it adds something that's really beautiful if we're willing to do that. If we're willing to come together and actually say, hey, let's let's learn this together. This is like a shameless plug for life groups. Hey, life groups are starting back up again. If you're not in a life group, get in a life group. Talk to me, talk to Pastor Jason. Like, if you're newer and haven't connected yet, get in a life group. Yes, it's a little weird at first. I get it. Like, let's just call it for what it is. Can we just call it for what it is? Yes, it's a little weird at first. But take opportunities to meet people and to grow in that. I promise you, it'll be worth it. And you'll be amazed. You'll be reading scripture, and you'll be like, oh, I never I never thought of it like that. I never thought of that. And maybe that's a way for God to just impart a little bit of wisdom. Say, hey, maybe you don't know everything. Maybe I can teach you something that you, you didn't think— you could learn. You're going to read a verse and be like, "Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't think about it that way." And there's, there's power in that. Building relationships is going to be so, so important. So important. We're, we're a young church. Some of you guys are still, you know, getting to know each other. But doing, doing this together, doing faith together. I, I can't, I can't stress it enough. I don't know, I know I need to be more, like, exuberant. This is important, right? Like, you need people. Now, I'm not saying you need, like, 40 people or 50. Like, you can have a, a group. That's cool. Don't be a little click because everybody talks about churches being clicky, right? We well, you're not going to be clicky people. Don't be clicky. Welcome people well. Love people well. But you need people. And you need people who think differently than you that's healthy. I know in this time we like to get around everybody who's, you know, just thinks the same way. We put ourselves in a little vacuum, and they just reiterate what you think, and well, I think that too, and we must be right. Oh, great. And then those people are obviously wrong, but <laughs> let's let's break that that cycle. In a world that we have so much division as it is, right? We know it. It's everywhere. There's so much division. Let's break that trend. Let's show that it it doesn't matter our differences. We can be united in faith. We can be united about the fact that of like, hey, guess what? I don't have it all together. But I believe in this awesome God. And let's learn about him together. And I know that sounds way too simplistic. I know life is more I know life is more difficult than that. But if if we can't as the church be united and put some of our differences aside or our opinions aside, like, how does that make us better than anybody else? In John chapter 13, this is thirty fourth. this is Jesus talking to disciples, a new command I give you, love one another, is I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. I love that line, 35. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples. Well, are they Baptists or are they Nazarene, or are they? Do they? Do they believe? Do uh, believe in certain uh, things that I believe, or do we love each other? By this, everyone will know. Can we do that? Can we set that tone? Can we go against the grain of our culture, of our community, whatever it is, and say, you know what? We may disagree on this, and you may annoy me sometimes. You may be a Michigan fan. You may, I don't know, like country music. Sorry, who likes? I know there's. It's a dumb thing to say. Everybody likes country music. I'm like the only person who's like, eh. eh. I I know there's a cliche. I know life is way more complex than that. Trust me. And it gets it gets hard whenever people involved. It gets hard. I know that. But at some point, we have to live out what we say. If we love when it's easy to love.
0: Eh.
1: It's easy. Everybody does that. What about when it's hard? What about when someone says something about you that's not true? What about when someone's gossiping? What are you going to do? How are we going to respond? Press up. Know God better. Press in. Find your purpose in Christ. Press together, build meaningful relationships that will help grow and support your faith. Super simple. Not easy. Not easy. But I think this year, if you'd work on those things, you will press on, you will strive, you will push, and you will see your faith grow. You will see God do things in you that you didn't expect, and it'll be good. And that's what I want PRESS to be this year. I want us to grow. I want us to to build together. I want us to be a place that we can ask the hard questions, that we can work through the tough places, but we can stay grounded in our faith, in our trust in who Jesus is, in his death, in his resurrection, knowing we can't do it on our own, putting our faith solely in him, saying, God, I need you. That's what we believe. That's what we're going to stick to this year. Band, you can start making your way up as we as I close here I have a a prayer I actually read this prayer uh, two years ago before we had launched uh, one of our first first Sundays of the year and I was I was looking back through some of my notes but I had a, I had a prayer that I read at the beginning of the year and I don't like to just pray this together it's fairly long but as we start this new year I think it covers some things that are that are good for all of us and so I'm gonna I'm going to pray this, and I'm just going to ask that you, you listen and, and agree as I, as, I, as I do this prayer. Dear God, thank you that you make all things new. Thank you for all that you've allowed in our lives this past year, the good along with the hard, which have reminded us how much we need you and rely on your presence filling us every single day. We pray for your spirit to lead us each step of this new year. We ask that you will guide our decisions and turn our hearts to deeply desire you above all else. We ask that you will open doors needing to be open and close the ones needing to be shut tight. We ask that you would help us release our grip on the things to which you've said no, not yet, or wait. We ask for your help to pursue, pursue you first above every dream and desire that you've put within our hearts. We ask for your wisdom, for your strength and power to be constantly present with us. We pray that you would make us strong and courageous for the road ahead. Give us the ability beyond what we feel able. Let your gifts flow freely through us so that you would be honored by our lives and others would be drawn to you. We pray that you'd keep us far from the snares and traps of temptations that you would whisper in our ear when we need to run and whisper in our heart when we need to stand our ground. We pray for your protection over our families and friends. We ask for your hand to cover us and keep us distanced from the evil intent of the enemy, that you would be a barrier to surround us, that we'd be safe in your hands. We pray that you would give us discernment and insight beyond our years to understand your will, hear your voice, and know your ways. We ask that you would keep our footsteps firm on solid ground, helping us to be consistent and faithful. Give us supernatural endurance to stay the course, not swerving to the left or to the right, or being too easily distracted by other things that would seek to call us away from a close walk with you. Forgive us for the times we have worked so hard to be self-sufficient, forgetting our need for you, living independent of your spirit, Forgive us for letting fear and worry control our minds and for allowing pride and selfishness to wreak havoc over our lives. Forgive us for not following your ways and for living distant from your presence. We confess our need for you. We ask that you make all things new in our hearts and in our minds and our lives for this coming year. We pray for your refreshing over us. Keep your words of truth planted firm within us. Help us to keep focused on what is pure and right. Give us the power to be obedient to your word. And when the enemy reminds us of where we have been, hissing the lies and attacks our way, we trust that your voice speaks louder and stronger as you remind us we are safe with you and your purposes and plans will not fail. We ask that you would be our defense and our rear guard, keeping our way clear removing the obstacles, covering the pitfalls. Lord, lead us on your level ground. We ask that you would provide for our needs. We ask for your grace and favor. We pray for your blessings to cover us. We pray that you would help us to prosper and make every plan that you have birthed in our hearts to succeed. We pray that others would take notice of your goodness and could not help but say, these are the ones that the Lord have blessed. Help us to be known as great givers. Help us to be generous and kind. Help us to look to the needs of others and not be consumed by our own, only by our own. May we be lovers of truth. May the fruits of your spirit be evident in our lives. Your love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Shine your light on us, through us, over us may we make a difference in this world for your glory and purposes. Set your way before us. May all your plans succeed. May we reflect your peace and hope to a world that so desperately needs your presence and healing. To you be the honor and glory in this new year and forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.